Welcome to Intuitive Seek. My name is Mary Treen, and every week I aim to bring you a grounded approach to all things intuition. Through personal stories, experiences, and practices, offering energetic reflections to help you discover, connect, and fully realize how your unique power of intuition is your own greatest teacher. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Intuitive Seek. Thank you again for being here today for whatever day that this lands in your ears. Thank you. How are you doing? I hope that you're doing well. I will say what probably everybody that you've maybe spoken to has said, that I can't believe that it is the end of May already, that we're almost halfway through the year. And how has your year been going? How has it gone? The last five months, has it gone the way that you planned? Have there been some good things that happened? Have there been some maybe not so good things that have happened? Have you been surprised? Have you been disappointed? And I say that because it's important to reflect back on the time that we have lived. And I don't mean in a nostalgic way or a regretful way, really just a true kind of remembering to look and see, was there anything that started? Was there anything that ended? And I'm asking that because I found this to be a very helpful practice for myself that for so long, most of my life, I would only look back on the year and not usually on New Year's. It was actually tended to be the night before my birthday. So it would be my birthday Eve and I would take the time to look back and see what happened through that year. And then at some point, I kind of stopped doing that. I became caught up in the pace of the world and my life. And it was all about moving forward. You know, keep going, plan ahead, what's next. All of those things that, for for me personally, even just saying them, can create quite a bit of anxiety in my body because it feels like, oh, there's a lot to do and things are not where they're supposed to be and they, there needs to be more and there needs to, more needs to be done and maybe things aren't good enough. Like it can kind of spiral into those feelings and thoughts. And we know from just a few episodes and just, I'm sure you know yourself that any of that imbalance and kind of uncertainty that anxiety feeling really takes us very far away from ourselves. Kind of takes us away from our inner guidance and truly makes it almost impossible 
to listen to and connect to our intuition. But another thing can happen too, where maybe you've already got into that space of, okay, I'm connected to my inner knowing. I'm connected to my intuition. You're feeling how it's speaking to you. You're feeling comfortable with it. But because maybe you're feeling caught up in that momentum of, well, what's next? What's next? Without a reasonable time spent looking back on what has come already, we can start to look at our intuition. We can start to look at our inner guidance as another tool at our disposal to further our wants, to get us to the place that we know that will finally make us happy or get us to that place where we'll finally win that lottery or make that amount of money or meet that perfect partner, that we start perceiving our connection as something for us to use instead of something for us to look to for guidance because I've definitely been there for sure. It's like, okay, what else? What else do I need to know? Where else do, what should I do? What? And you can even hear in my voice, like when I get into that, that rhythm or that space, it doesn't feel very calm. It doesn't feel very assured. It definitely doesn't feel like somewhere I'd want to spend a lot of time in. Feels like somebody who is kind of maybe going around in circles a little bit, looking for something. And with our intuition, it's not about looking for something, even though, and this is for me personally and for what I've seen with my clients. So of course, I'm sure I'll say this many times, but anything that I say or muse upon or kind of think about out loud on this podcast, take what serves you, take what you need, and then leave all the rest. So in my experience, when we are really looking for something, looking for the answer, looking, looking, trying to figure it out, it again takes us far away from our intuition. There's a big difference between looking and seeking. Because look, the root word of that is to um, use your eyes. It's lokian, lokan, or lokjan, something like that. But I do know that it is for the meaning is using your eyes, you know, gazing upon to look with your physical eyes and seeking to seek has a very different root. It has a very different meaning. It comes from the Latin root of sagir or sagir, uh, whatever the pronunciation is. But the Latin root of seeking is to perceive by scent. So looking is all about trusting only what your physical eyes see. And then seeking based on the root 
could mean more that we need to trust our instinct. We need to trust our senses, not just our physical eyes, but our sense of smell to perceive something by its scent. That is one of the most instinctual things we have as human beings to lean on. And that really makes me feel and understand that that is why our intuition in connecting to it and understanding it and developing it is all about learning to trust ourselves. Learning to trust that our senses, our perception is based in what our intuition is telling us and not anything else that is maybe clouding our vision that may not be true. And how many times have you not trusted your instinct? I personally can think of maybe a thousand times, not all at the top of my head, but many times for sure. And how many times did you trust it? How many times did you trust your instinct? And it was correct, meaning it was the right way to go. Because that instinct is another prong of our intuition. So if our intuition is our true teacher, then maybe our instincts, our senses, developing those senses, are more like our teacher's aids. They're really aiding in our discovery of what our intuition is trying to tell us and where it's guiding us for our highest good, right? And I feel like if we can follow our natural instincts and trust that they are, you know, a extension of our intuition, then it becomes easier to trust ourselves. If we feel like we can really understand whether that's our instinct or something else that we're following that is not ours. And that could look like other people's opinions, you know, your fears, maybe feeling like not worthy of doing something, all the things that are kind of outside of us that are judgments, really. Those are not our instincts. And when you can differentiate those or differentiate between those, that will bring you, I feel, much closer to your intuition and utilizing it as a teacher rather than a tool to just get and become. It's really using it as a tool, like I've said before, and what I've experienced as a tool to remember, to remember who you are, to remember what you want, to remember what, what the whole reason that you are living is for. Sounds like a tall order, but that is kind of the way to get there. That's what I feel. And that really reminds me of how I stopped drinking alcohol and how that kind of came about because it was somewhat out of nowhere. There was nothing kind of bad happening with 
my drinking. It was kind of in quotes, like a normal amount of wine that most working professional people indulge in, you know, a glass of wine after work, a couple more on the weekend in celebration and all of that stuff. I would always get some beautiful gifts of bottles of wine. I really appreciated the taste of wine. Like I, I enjoyed it. I understood the, the luxury of a good cocktail, that kind of thing. Like I, I liked the romance of it. I had nothing really against it. I was older and I wasn't getting hangovers and going out and drinking too much. I didn't find that it was affecting my energy work, but it was the fall of 2019 around October. And I started to follow this instinct, an extension of my intuition. I kept getting this instinct, this intuitive feeling, but not very clear. And that's what I call it an instinct because it informed kind of an, an action without really thinking or feeling without really having that moment with my intuition. It was very quick. So guided by my intuition. But around October, 2019, I started to become really concerned with getting sick. I became kind of preoccupied with not wanting to get sick because I didn't like to work while I was sick. I started to kind of feel my mortality a bit, I suppose, but also how I could somewhat control it. And knowing that alcohol really suppresses and inhibits your immune system, like it does not, I'm not a doctor, but from everything that I've read, it does not support your immune system. It definitely weakens it. And this was really new for me because I was definitely a social drinker. I thought that moderation with alcohol was completely fine for me. I didn't see any harm in it. I really enjoyed that it kind of broke up the day, that it was stop working when you get that glass of wine at like 6.30 or whatever before dinner. And I'm prefacing all of this to say that it was not kind of a natural um, evolution of, you know, I tried to cut out alcohol before, but it didn't really work. So this time I really tried again. It wasn't like that. It was really instinctual. There was something that was completely stopping me from wanting to drink at all. And then the thing that would come after the feeling of not wanting to drink was, oh, I really don't want to get sick. So I'm going to protect my immune system and just cut that alcohol out for now because it's definitely not going to help. So this was October, 2019. And I remember I cut alcohol out until I believe Christmas. And then around Christmas, I had a work party to go to and I felt like, okay, it's Christmas. Let me have one glass of wine. And it was the weirdest thing because I didn't have a taste for it. I remember I just sipped it and I think I drank maybe half of it. 
And that was it. And that was very different than I would have at past parties and especially, you know, gatherings where I wasn't paying for it for sure. <laughs> like, I'm hoping you can relate to this where it's like, yeah, it's just kind of a natural thing in your life. But I was not into it. And then New Year's came and I still didn't feel like drinking. And then we had in my family, a big birthday was coming up. And so we all gathered and it was at the end of February. And this was last year. So February 2020. And I wanted to have some wine because it was a celebration. But it was so interesting because as I was having the wine, it was as if I, that part of me, it was as if my intuition was saying, you can have this wine, but it is not going to be good for you. But I wanted it. And so I had one glass and I remember that it took, I think about a day but I started to feel not great and I did get sick, but I recovered pretty quickly. And this was the end of February, 2020. And so now we're in March, 2020. I recovered from the little bit of illness that I kind of succumbed to. Who knows if it was because of the alcohol, but that was my main kind of worry about why I was staying away from it. And I ended up getting sick. So I may have brought that on myself or I just knew it for myself. And then two weeks later, the world shut down because of a global pandemic. So looking back, I had an instinct. My intuition was trying to reach out and say, hey, you really use alcohol in your life. It does not help your immune system. So we need to start building your immune system by cutting out that alcohol because there is a global pandemic coming and you need to be prepared. That's what it feels like. I can never say for sure. But when I look back, it really feels like I was being guided into some kind of protection of myself. And I still haven't put alcohol back in my life because this far now, like over a year without it, I haven't noticed anything missing. And so it doesn't feel like I need to. It really, it didn't serve me, obviously, or else I would miss it. There would be something that it added to my life that I needed. And not in a, you know, dependent way, like kind of taking the drug out of it, but speaking to anything that you add to your life that doesn't serve you, but you're just used to it being there or honor yourself enough to remove those things, to be like very conscious about what you are consuming and what you have around you. And I feel like that is why I was reminded and in turn reminding you about how it's important to kind of reflect on even the short bit of four to four and a half, five months of this year to look at what maybe ended, what began. Did you cut something out just because? Did you change something up 
but you weren't really sure why. Being able to reflect on that will help you, as it's helped me, put and place your trust in your intuition in such a strong way because you'll have this confirmation that it was right. We're so quick to remember when we've done something wrong or followed the wrong instinct, meaning not ours, or did the wrong thing, took the wrong job, you know, dated the wrong guy, married the wrong guy, anything like that. But because I'm quick to do that, always trying to learn from the, the quote, negative things that I've done. But I really feel called to remind us this week to reflect back on when we were right, when our instincts were correct, when we followed our intuition and knew that thing. And even if you don't have a lot of examples, I know you have some. I just do because I'm following my instinct (laughs) and listening to my intuition. And even in the work I do, I have to trust that whatever comes through for my client in the way that we're working with their energy and in their healing, that it's for their highest good and it's the right way to go. And as soon as my mind gets in there and tries to give me good reasons or, or ideas of, you know, if or mm, not sure, like becoming a little bit more indecisive and trying to prove it, then it's lost. Then there is no, there's no foundation. Like I really feel and have been seeing in my own life for sure. And I've definitely seen this when my clients are really transforming that the key to that transformation is learning how to trust ourselves over anything or anyone else. And the way to do that comfortably without having to like leap off a cliff, like a metaphorical cliff, like a huge leap of faith is to reflect back and remember when it worked out. And then to remember even more about what led up to it working out. And most of the time, I really believe that it's because we followed our true star. Like we followed our intuition. We followed the the breadcrumbs of our instinct leading us. We followed our senses, even if it didn't make sense. Can you really celebrate the times when you trusted yourself, even if it is a very small list to choose from? That's okay. I have been there before. (laughs) I understand. But to build that foundation of trust in yourself, you can look to the times when you were right. And maybe that doesn't feel comfortable to you to really celebrate the times when you followed your instincts, you followed your intuition, you listened to yourself, even over what other people were saying, and you were right. Those times, hold on to those and use them to secure that foundation. And then eventually you won't need the proof anymore because you will just trust yourself. And then you'll fall out a little bit of trust and then you'll fall back in 
and it'll kind of go, it'll ebb and flow. But at least you'll know that that foundation was created and you made it and it was you and that you could trust yourself at some point. So you will be able to trust yourself again. And here's an exercise that might help you to kind of build that trust muscle in your instincts, in your intuition, that is a little bit more simplified than some kind of deeper ones that would take a lot of time. So give yourself maybe five minutes and you'll need a pen and a piece of paper, something to write on and something to write with. And I will put the timestamp of this in the show notes if you want to go back and do this exercise. But this will kind of help you to get some clarity on whether you are following your instincts, whether you are trusting your intuition. And it's really based on your day, how you structure your day, whether you're 100% in control of that or not. So on the piece of paper, you would write down everything that you have planned to do the next day. So it can be very simple, like what time you wake up, what you have for breakfast, whether you have coffee or tea, what job you go to if you go to a job, or what kind of um, activity you're doing. Really just your schedule, which I guess is pretty obvious, but I wanted to explain it. <laughs> so write all of those down. And then you go back and you look at what you've written and you say to yourself, is 7 a.m. when I want to wake up? And then you write down immediately the feeling you get. Do you feel in your body like it was a yes or no? Did you kind of hear yourself say it like yes or no? I want to wake up way later than that. And you do that with the rest of the list. And when you look back at it, what you're able to see is consciously whether you are doing things in your day to fill up your time, this precious time that we have <laughs> in our day, are you filling it with things that you actually want to do based on your own guidance, which you know is for your best? Or is it for someone else? Or is it for another reason that has nothing to do with your instinct or your intuition? Which means it has nothing to do with you which probably means that there is a better thing to do for you or a better way to do it. And being able to make those conscious choices based on your own inner guidance and your own instincts will build that trust in yourself. Just those small steps will start to build the foundation. And then you will really begin to see how much control you have over your circumstances. Not over your future, not over what will happen, but 100% over what your choices are and how you choose them. And when we've built that trust, then ideally, I mean, I'm still working on this too, but the point is 
when you're able to really choose things and be guided by yourself, that your opinion and your intuitive guidance is prioritized over all others, then you won't have to worry about how things work out if you made the right choice. Because the hope is that we will, and you will, and I will, trust ourselves to make the right decisions. And that feels like a huge relief, at least for me, but hopefully for you too. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. Please reach out to me with any questions, or if you want to share anything that may have come up for you during this episode, you can follow and message me on my Instagram at trainlight, T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T, or you can check out my website, trainlight.com, where you can learn more about my work and how I could support you as well. If you feel called to leave a five-star review, because that's what they love, um, on iTunes or wherever you find this podcast, that would be incredibly generous and really helps others find this podcast. I'm so grateful for the incredibly kind reviews that I've received. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. Be kind to yourself, and I'll talk to you next week.